trapped. A miserable prisoner, I shifted farther into the corner, hoping not to be spotted. When would I escape? My eyes darted in the direction of the clock, but its workings were surely broken, for it seemed the minute hand had barely lurched forward. I was doomed. Honestly, Wyborn, do stop fidgeting, snapped Christine, fanning herself briskly. Christine, or more formally Dr. Putnam, my friend and colleague at the Nathaniel R. Ladysmith Museum, looked even more annoyed with the world than usual. Neither of us cared much for society, yet our employment required us to attend far too many donor galas and exhibit unveilings. At least she could escape to Egypt for months at a time during excavation season. As a comparative philologist, my work generally came to me rather than the other way around. Tonight marked the grand opening of the newly completed Isley Wing, which would hold a number of large exhibits. Christine's fantastic discovery of the tomb of Pharaoh Nefren Ka would find its home among them once the mummy and his assorted belongings returned from their world tour. Half of Wittershin society had turned out to stuff themselves with finger sandwiches and cakes, drink champagne, and preen in front of newspaper reporters for tomorrow's society column. Some of my colleagues enjoyed the opportunity to rub shoulders with the wealthy elite of the city. Having spent my childhood and youth among them, I only wished to get as far away as possible. I beg your pardon, Christine, I said automatically. Perhaps no one will notice if we slip away early? Impossible, I fear, she fanned herself even faster. It's the one drawback of making a great discovery. One's absence tends to be noticed. I repressed a sigh. I could hardly fault Christine for her success. I did rather wish she would fan a bit in my direction, though. An unseasonable heat had settled over the city a day or two before. Not a breath of air stirred within the museum, and the gaslights only added to the misery. As a result, even though we sat in a corner as far from the rest of the festivities as we could manage, sweat had soaked the underclothes beneath my tuxedo. Besides, Christine went on, why are you in such a rush to get away? Isn't Griffin out of town on some case? He was to return on the seven o'clock train, I said, looking to the clock again. Had the minute hand advanced at all? It was after eight. He would have returned to our little house by now. Petted Saul, our marmalade cat, thrown open the windows against the unseasonable heat, perhaps stripped off his clothing to expose skin glistening with a thin layer of sweat. Oh, dear Lord, I needed to think about something else quickly. Griffin had been absent for three weeks, and I anticipated his return rather keenly. Come along, Wyborn, Christine said, rising to her feet. I can't possibly endure this heat without a cold drink to brace me. You dig in Egypt, I exclaimed, gripping my chair with either hand, as if I could anchor myself to it. How can you complain of this? Because it is dry there, and I wear sensible clothing, allowing for some ventilation. She snapped her fan closed decisively. Normally, I prefer whiskey, but at least the champagne is on ice. She'd only badgered me until I surrendered, so I gave up and followed her. We braved the crowd, making our way to the table that held the sweating silver champagne buckets. I tried not to make eye contact with anyone. The waiter poured us each a glass 
clutching the flute, I turned to slink back to the periphery. "'May I have your attention?' boomed Mr. Matheson, the museum president. Biting back a resigned sigh, I stopped in my tracks and turned along with the rest of the crowd. Matheson, the museum director Dr. Hart, and Mr. Isley all stood at the entrance to the new wing. Above their heads hung an enormous banner, Isley's name in letters five feet tall, celebrating the opening. A thick blue ribbon blocked the entrance to the wing, awaiting the ceremonial cutting. But first there would be speeches. I schooled my face into a polite mask and wondered how much longer I'd be forced to endure this while Griffin waited at home. God, I'd missed him.